What is good, guys? Welcome to 0.2.2 FM Walls Talking Podcast. And as always, it is Latoya Justice. <coughs> okay, well, that wasn't. Okay. Latoya Justice Shari. At one point, I was trying to do a dope intro, but it did not go down like that. However, today is, today is, you know, a day. November 24th, it is before Thanksgiving. It is literally two days before Thanksgiving. And, well, this day is about done, so you just about have one day before Thanksgiving. And I know a lot of guys and gals and peoples and peeps and bras and brahams, boos, bays, babies, bu-boo things, and all of them have things getting it together. You might be going to your... Meemaw's house, your grandmother's house, your nanas, your aunts, your cousins, your sisters, my dears, whomever's house to go get that dope Thanksgiving meal, or you might stay at home. For me, Thanksgiving is a whole concept of just newity. I've had a lot of bad experiences with my own adult Thanksgivings that I've catered for myself. I've had good Thanksgivings like with other people's, but I've had a lot of bootleg Thanksgivings. So in this episode, I want to talk about some of the bootleg Thanksgivings that I've had and some of my greatest and fondest memories as an adult with my kids of Thanksgiving. And that's what we're talking about today. On 0.2.2 FM, Walls Talking Podcast. After the bristle. You are now listening to 0.2.2 FM, Walls Talking Podcast. With your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Shari. And your co-host, King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. What's really good? It's Latoya Justice Shari. And as always, I am going off the cuff. (laughs) But I'm learning. I'm learning. Anyway, it is... A day and one quarter, I guess, away from Thanksgiving. And a lot of people are either taking out their turkey that they bought a week ago or a month ago that they saw for a discount. Or they may be, you know, taking out their turkey that they bought today. Or they may start cooking today so that way they don't have to cook anything tomorrow or Thursday. I don't know, but I do know what I do know is Thanksgiving is a tradition. It's a dope tradition. Started many years ago, okay? Like, we could really go into the whole history of Thanksgiving and blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, there are layers. Like, like everything, like every great story, there's some levels to this shit, for realsies. Like a lot of people want to talk about the levels, but there's levels. A lot of people want to talk about truces, but it wasn't no truces. 
But we're not going to get into that today. We're not going to get into no chooses today or unchooses. We're going to get into some realness. <sighs> the realness is Thanksgiving has been, for me as an adult, weird. In my early 20s, I've lived in different places. And I was able to be with someone whom I call my stepmom around Thanksgiving or be around my ex-husband's family or be around my mom or someone, someone cooking somewhere, eating some food. Got a little bit older into my mid-20s and like close to my mid-20s when I was like 23 and I lived in a place where I had some neighbors who had Thanksgiving. And so I spent a, like a Thanksgiving with them, which is pretty cool. Once that next year came off and Thanksgiving popped off, I always seemed to be broke as heck or over-budgeted during Thanksgiving. So we were really roughing it. Raviolios. Do not taste good when you know that you might have had a nice dope turkey, or even if you couldn't cook a turkey, a turkey sandwich, please. Toasted something with some turkey. Mashed potatoes? Yes, please. At that time, I really was experimental with my cooking. Very experimental. Very experimental. I had just started really cooking. Um, for me, cooking was a, is, and is a passion of mine and it's also a learning experience i find ways to tweak it i find ways to mess it up i find ways to do it the dopest and i learn from what other people do it's very much just a tinkering it literally is a science cooking the right way and i know that now as an adult who is 34 but when i was younger i really didn't toy around with Thanksgiving because I wasn't really a Thanksgiving person. Like the meals that I was doing was um spaghetti and meatballs and um meatballs with spaghettis. Um spaghetti without meatballs. Um fried chicken <laughs> unfried chicken which is baked chicken fried fish <laughs> unfried fish <laughs> which is baked fish or fish stir fry experimented with a lot so in 23 that's what i was doing around thanksgiving i wasn't really set up to be doing that you know what i'm saying during thanksgiving i just made what i made as i got older as i got older um and once i moved from <laughs> where i used to stay um to here i really didn't think about thanksgiving like that because um it seemed like I you know always landed on somebody either being here during Thanksgiving or I was at somebody's house or I was um yeah that's what it seemed like. I was either at somebody's house or I was um at someone's house. There were times though during that that um scenario where I wasn't and a lot of times it was like awkward because I, I wasn't cooking turkeys and you know it it was what it was we had a bunch of groceries we had what we had you know I really didn't go out looking for a turkey because that wasn't a whole challenge that I was trying to get into 
it wasn't until working at McDonald's and really experimenting with cooking more. I think once I started, once I was with Henry and once I started like really, you know, working at McDonald's for the third time, a different McDonald's, you know, in Florida, in Georgia, it was like, okay, let's try. Cause I, you know, with Henry, I cooked way more than I did, you know, with other people. Um, and so I was just trying out new things. And so one day working at McDonald's after, you know, learning, you know, experimenting more, cooking more, grocery shopping more, doing more. We got closer as a couple. We went through real stress, real drama, real fast. I decided, hey, you know, I want to try something new and different for the holidays, but I don't know what it is. So I met this new co-worker who had started and we became tight and she was really really cool and she was the same age as me and she liked to cook she had a steady bow I mean she reminded me of me if I was from Florida a bit not fully because we definitely had a huge difference in in a lot of things that we did but she definitely was you know sassy and cool and you know just 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 a real cool person and she was talking about you know what I'm saying getting Thanksgiving ready and I was like okay I could see myself doing that I could see myself getting a whole Thanksgiving ready getting a bird is the word, you know what I'm saying? I felt like that was the move. <clears throat> Little did I know how much stuff is in a turkey. Um, It's a lot of stuff going on within the turkey. And I kind of did a lot of stuff. I winged it and I, I aced it. Luckily, I had a, a um, Henry had... When he first when he first moved in fully full full, he had a um a crock pot that he got from his parents for Christmas, and so I had cooked the turkey and the ham in the crock pot, and I'm so mad that thing was delicious. But it was the prep that took place that really was like weird for me. So that first year, I thought, oh, you know, I made some baked macaroni and cheese and some greens and like some yams and I did a whole big thing. And it was like, okay, fiesta time. The next year, it was the first year that I actually did Thanksgiving turkey in the oven. Or maybe it was ham. It was one of the meats. And I felt like, okay, cool, 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 Um, it turned out good. It did taste delicious. It was just a whole different, I'm not going to say mouthfeel, because that makes it sound like it was disgusting, and it wasn't. It was just a whole different process, Um, doing it in the oven. I've heard stories about how you should cook it. Some people even say cooking Baking a turkey upside down is actually better because it preserves the juices. Them juices. Them juicy, juicy juices. <laughs> and I actually tried it that way, and I thought it was cool. Um, I I really didn't, you know, mess around with stuffing and jib, and giblets and all that stuff. And I think another reason why I didn't do all the extra... Like, I cooked the big meal, but I didn't do extra stuff is because I knew... That Henry and I were going over to his parents' house or his brother's house. So I really was like, you know, 
we're going to have this big meal really pretty much to eat on the next day. It's not really even eating on it that day because we're going to be leaving. So that's what I did. I honestly think, truthfully, um, Thanksgiving is a hard meal to prepare because of all the time and effort, not just getting the stuff, but seasoning it and finding the right recipes. Um, Like, I really didn't learn a lot of things from... Like, you know, grandma passed down the recipes, you know, mom gave me the recipes. Like, it was more like, ah, here's a turkey, let me try this out, (laughs) you know. And that's the worst time to do it. Like, the worst time to try out, like, a big meal like that (laughs) is during Thanksgiving because it's the pressure. I've never really actually cooked for, like, Henry's mom or his dad, like I've cooked at his mom and dad's house during the renovations when they first started, like they're still doing little tinks and tweets and stuff on the renovations here. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, I I have had so many different, um, you know, experiences being over there and the first time I ever really cooked over there was when I made I had brought some stuff for us to eat I think I had brought some chicken and some pork chops and or something I think and then I made some greens or something I made a whole like Sunday dinner you know what I'm saying like a whole Tyler Perry movie meal (laughs) an unnecessary amount of food I made over there um, but it was good though. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was delicious. Um, but I feel like for me a lot of this stuff is I had to learn. Like when I was a kid, my mom's well we're gonna take a brizzle first because I'm thirsty and then I'm gonna talk to you about this whole story and everything. So you can really know what's good. What is good? Thank you guys, thank you community for coming back. So listen, fam, it has been a crazy experience with me learning how to cook. I don't know a lot of people's stories. Some people learn to cook because they saw their grandmother cooking and then they took interest and they started doing what their grandmother did or their parents. They may have saw their parents doing or, or an aunt or whomever raised them. Some people had a passion for cooking and then just started tinkering around. like Kind of like the dude from last real g last real og which is dope me personally i've always loved to cook like i'm not gonna lie i've always loved to cook but i always didn't have the i wouldn't say platform (laughs) but i didn't always have the opportunities to so i took the time when i wanted to i would i used to sneak and do stuff like it kind of started as like a little like thing like with a lot of kids like all the little girls get the little easy bake oven you know what i'm saying they get the little packets and they cook you know but my parents was like yo you know <laughs> my doctor did he was like yo <laughs> it come with two packets like do with that what you will <laughs> i used to have to steal the light bulbs <laughs> out the closet so I could put them in the the easy bake oven like this was before they had the new school easy bake ovens like my daughter had like 
with no light bulb. I was like, yo, how the food is going to cook without the light bulb? The light bulb is what makes it pop off. Why Why is there no light bulb? There's no light bulb. Like, I was literally going crazy when my moms bought this <coughs> and my stepdad. My my mom bought it for my daughter. Well, no. Was it my step? No, my stepdad bought it for my daughter for her birthday, for Christmas. I was going crazy because I couldn't figure out where the doggone light bulb went. Couldn't find out. It worked by electric, so I didn't. So I didn't need it. Anywho, back to what I was saying. So I used to like, you know, take the light bulbs and put them in there, and like every once in a blue moon, I might, you know, I'm not even gonna say every once in a blue moon. I think I got a couple of times. Like some more of the easy big refills, but nine times out of ten, you know, back then I had figured out like that light bulb really is pressure. Like that light bulb is pressure because it could cook real things. So I was like, because it's hot. Because I remember getting burnt by the light bulb, and it was really like, you know, like this. The light bulb was burning me. So in my mind, I was like, and I'm pretty sure a lot of kids were like this. Like, shoot, I don't need, because you know, you know, my pops was not about to buy no more. So I, I'd use, you know, the little cake mix that we would get. We get cake mix, and nine times out of ten, they wasn't baking the cake. They were not baking any cakes. They were just not baking cakes. It would just be cake boxes that we would be bought, and nobody was baking no cakes. After my adopted, after my adopted stepmom, bootleg stepmom, because we gotta go through a whole title with this, because the whole thing, so it's a mess. It's a mess. You know what I'm saying? It's a mess. Anyway, after she had left, after she had to go, she was gone. It was like bye bye. You know what I'm saying? There was nobody really cooking the cakes. It was like, eh, you know, we we gonna buy a cake. We 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 could buy a cake, but I'm not about to bake a cake. You know what I'm saying? We didn't we really didn't bake cakes like that unless it was like birthdays. But it would be cake boxes bought. Betty Crocker would be up in there live and in full effect. Just be up in the cabinets. You know what I'm saying? Just up in there. You know, we had the old school wood cabinets. I feel like it was built in the 50s. I don't know. I don't know. We had the old school joints. You know what I'm saying? It would just be chilling up in the cabinets. Just there. So, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and make me some cakes with this. And it worked. And that's what kind of sparked my interest. And then I started learning how to bake egg. I mean, make eggs. And I started, man, God. I started you know, cooking a lot on the stove. It reminds me of my son. Um, I remember when I first found out how to cook a steak. Oh my God. Them was them was daddy's good steaks too. I used well they wasn't they weren't the most expensive steaks, but they were pretty good. I remember I would, you know, season it up. <laughs> I don't think I put onions on it, but I might have because I remember one of them steaks being delicious. I recall having this steak the last the last time I remember seeing my father I remember having a steak that day I remember I remember it was that day or the day before I remember that but I remember that sparked in, that sparked my curiosity but once 
my father unfortunately had passed away and I had to move in with my adopted mother. It was a whole new thing. She really didn't want me to cook on the stove at first. So it took me a long time. After a while, I could do certain things, you know, like use the George Roman grill, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, use the toaster, like just basic ass shit. You know, I might have been able to <laughs> bake a biscuit or something, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like, you know, making a full meal. I tried one time to make some pancakes. It was a, it was a, it was a gushy, mushy mess. It was horrible. It was awful. I don't know what the heck I was doing. I don't know how I made it. It was awful. It was awful. It was awful, you know, and it wasn't. Because I didn't want to um, to learn how to cook. It was just that my mom was really overprotective. And she really didn't want me to cook. I mean, she, you know, didn't get me until I was 14. You know what I'm saying? She spent the first three years of my life with her. And it was a lot of space between that. So for her, it was like she still saw me as a little baby. And she really didn't want me to learn how to cook. Because I'm finding this out now, recently, the last few years, that cooking is her jam. That I think when I and I think it's a big thing for a lot of women. Um, I think about Marie. (laughs) Everybody loves Raymond. A lot of women have that complex. Like if I'm not cooking for you, then what am I good for to you? Um, Because I mean, those recipes that they cook for their children, once they fall in love with them, it brings back nostalgia. It brings back memories. It makes them feel good. It's just the whole thing. And I think, you know, we had a talk about this where she was talking about a guy who wouldn't let her cook for him. And she felt some type of way. And it was like, because that's her way of expressing how she feels and her love. And that's her way of getting attention and affection. And I feel like that was a big thing. I feel like that's part of the reasons why she did not want me to learn how to cook. Part of it, because she just didn't. But... I always felt like I wanted to cook. And I remember the first time I really started cooking um, was when I was with my ex-husband. And then, you know, time had passed. And I remember dating this guy and he could cook. He had been cooking since he was like 12, 14. And I would watch him cook. I would watch him cook all of his meals. And it was like, it was like, um, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I mean, it was a huge deal because it felt like it gave me a chance to learn without having to really ask. I think I asked a few questions, but not so much. And I learned a little bit. Like, I learned, you know, and I tried and I experimented and it was through trial and error. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, a lot of people, when they cook during Thanksgiving, they are trial and error. But some people have the recipe box, you know, the box or the book or the thing with the gravy stains on it or whatever and the flavors and they might have a a recipe box or something you know what I'm saying with handed down recipes from generation to generation and sometimes people have to experiment to find out what the recipes are 
of someone else, you know, so that way they can keep the recipe in house. I think that's a good thing, but I think it's really important to hand down your recipes. I don't know why, but I've always wanted that, like the recipe handing down type of thing. It's like passing on the baton or the torch. Like even if you're still young, you know, it's still, and you give the recipe to your family just to, you know, say, hey, here's a new recipe, da, da, da. Um, I think as I got older, I got that with my mom, like with certain recipes, but not all of them. Like as I got older and I started cooking more. Um, but I don't know. There was a point where I kind of really just learned a lot of stuff on my own. And I think for so long, I got so used to my mom coming over and cooking and taking over because I really felt intimidated by her. Um, I really didn't want to cook around her. So I let her cook all the time because I didn't want that judgment. And then the last time she came down, I remember cooking. And I don't know. I felt like there was a part of her that felt weird because she was so used to cooking all the time. I don't know. I think it's important for her to really have had that thing where she would just... You know, because she's coming from out of town. There's only so much you can do. That's what she felt like. So I think that was really important for her. But I feel like it's okay. You know, I mean, I feel like that means just just a new chapter. And with Thanksgiving, it's about being thankful and grateful. And with handing down recipes, it's about showing tradition, tradition and values and purpose and togetherness and and creating a narrative where you're always able to to communicate with each other about things that you're passionate about versus like trying to keep everything secret into yourself so you can have more power um so i just ask you guys like during this thanksgiving or any holiday where you're cooking meals or any time where you learn a recipe to like come together and share it with your family you know i'm not saying share it with your cousins and your aunts and uncles but i'm saying if you have kids you know it would be nice for them to know your your recipes especially if they you know get older and they want to know what the recipe is for your lasagna or your biscuits i think about you know, people that I've known that I cared about who had really dope recipes that I wish I still had. I wish I knew their recipes because when they left, when they passed on, it gave me, it would have given me a chance to keep a part of them with me. Um, but I mean, essentially they're still there in your memories, but it would have been like, I could taste this. I can feel this. And it would, it would just automatically connect to this moment in time back in the past and that's why I do share a lot of my recipes and my thoughts and try to cook with my son and my daughter you know my daughter nine years old believe it or not she had started around the time she was eight you know started you know using the George Roman grill and the batons and all that stuff and her brother has been teaching her and I have been teaching her how to use a grill and be safe and monitoring her because I feel like it's important for her to learn that because with me I really didn't learn that until I got out in the world. And it's it's not a good thing to learn that at Thanksgiving time when everybody's depending on you to cook the big old turkey and, and, and it turns out to be raw in the middle. Did I do that? No. No, 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 no. But 
I have had moments where because I didn't know how to cook as well, <laughs> um, I had to like start something from scratch all over again. You know, I I don't know. Have I really had those moments? I'm trying to think to myself. Yeah, when I was experimenting with a recipe, but more nine times out of ten, I've always had a little bit of for cooking. Like I've always had a little bit of thing. Like I'm not a chef. But I've always had a little bit of thing for cooking. But anyway, guys, I've been talking for a long time. I hope that you guys are having a great holiday, great time during your vacation with your kids. Um, Stay safe during COVID-19. Wrap it up with a face mask. Remember that if you love what you have, you have everything you need. Until next time, you guys. Smooches. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Point Two Point Two FM Walk Talking Podcast with your host Latoya Justice Shari and your co-host King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you, fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram Point Two Point Two Walk Talking Podcast. And our Twitter, Twitter Lily, Smooches, Peace. Until next time.